0: Hey everybody, how's it going? Doug here, one of the host, producers, and creators of the Donner of Light podcast, bringing you our review roundup episode this week. On this week's episode, I have a very special guest. My lovely girlfriend Zeta Sulzer joins the show. Uh, we we'll are reviewing um, Thanksgiving, as well as uh, Emerald Fennell's new movie, Salt Burn. Also, a recap of my first time watching the Twilight franchise. So, a lot to talk about on this show. As always, guys, you can find the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, we have a full audio show on our YouTube page, youtube.com/slash midway avenue productions. Whether on Spotify or YouTube or Apple Podcasts, hit the follow button, leave a review, leave a rating. It helps us out so much. And we just hit 1,000 uh, followers on Instagram. Thank you to you all for the ongoing support. As always, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and hope you enjoyed the show. Hi, Zeta. How are you?
1: Hi, Doug. I'm good. Welcome
0: to the show, finally.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm excited. You
0: know, a year into the show, come tomorrow, you finally joined the podcast. Welcome, 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 my friend. <laughs> You are finally here. I drags it to all the movies I see, whether it's from Spider-Man, whether it's to Nope, or what's the did we see? We saw, we saw Bros last year. A lot of movies. A lot, a lot of movies. Our our first date was actually um Cruella, which was a very good movie of 2021. That was our what third? Yeah, third date? Yeah. At the Alamo our Draft first House. First movie date. First movie date. Yeah. My apologies. <laughs> our first movie date was Cruella at the Alamo Draft House here in Phoenix, but not anymore. Um but welcome to the show, my friend.
1: Thank Glad you. Glad you're
0: here. So we had a Busy week, past week and a half of screenings and press screenings and movie reviews. Um, let's get into it, shall we? Let's go into, I want to say let's go into Thanksgiving first. We saw that last night, kind of fresh in our minds with our friend Marie. Yeah. Um. You know, you're a horror fan. I think I'm more into horror movies now thanks to you, luckily. Mm-hmm. I think I a watch stuff like, you know, we love Barbarian. We like Halloween movies. We like all kinds of spooky movies for sure. Mm-hmm. But Thanksgiving is kind of one that I told you about. It's, you know, for, for our viewers, uh, Thanksgiving is kind of like was a fake trailer. Uh, to 2007's Grindhouse by Rodriguez and Tarantino before Death Proof and um, uh, Planet Terror. And it's kind of like a spoof trailer. Like Edgar Wright did one. Rob Zombie did one. But Eli Roth, who's, you know, master of, now, not master, but like one of the biggest, you know, hard, hard directors right now with like Hostel and, um, um, oh my gosh, and uh, Green Inferno and um, uh, uh, Kevin Fever*. He's no shame to do horror movies. Kind of like very gory, very over-the-top kills. But anyway, Thanksgiving was originally a fake trailer for *Before* *Before* *Grindhouse*, and now Eli Roth, this is now 15 years later, is now doing it as a full-length feature film for Sony Pictures. Uh, basically, *Thanksgiving* in this town called Plymouth in Massachusetts. Uh, it was a killer on the loose. You know, it's one year after a really tragic tragedy in the town, and now the killer on the loose, kind of going after the t- small town and its victims. Um, you know, again, so you're more of a horror fan than I am, kind of usually, but what were your thoughts of the movie overall?
1: Well, first, um, I still want to watch that fake trailer because that is so interesting that they made a whole movie off of it and I didn't realize that it was 15 years later. Yeah. That is a long gap. I wonder how that came about. I'm kind of interested in that origin. But I liked it a lot. I think I was more of a fan than you are, obviously. Um, I thought it was, like, super gory. Sometimes I had to look away just of the amount of blood and gore in it um obviously like it was you know purposely satirical a little bit campy which i kind of thought was funny i think the movie wasn't taking itself too seriously which i liked obviously it's about you know hor- a horror thanksgiving movie like <laughs> it can't be that um serious but i liked it i was laughing me and marie were laughing the whole time
0: yeah, you guys were a good. You guys were a good audience last night. I feel like you guys were really kind of like the right crowd for this movie. Yeah. Um, you know, I was looking for this one just because of the Grindhouse um trailer. You know, back in the day, I'm going a huge Rodriguez and Tarantino fan. I love uh, Death Proof. Um, you know, Eli Roth to me, this one again, I'm probably the minority of this right now. Take like Ron to me, I was at like 90. percent All my fellow <laughs> critics loved it. People loving it. All the fans are loving it. I don't know i have seen a different movie than you guys. I feel like I saw a movie that was just kind of just like not for me for some reason. Eli Roth, to me, is kind of a hit or miss. I liked his Death Wish movie back in 2018 uh, with Bruce Willis. A movie that was hated on by everyone that saw it. But I remember me and Malone saw it. We thought it was pretty damn good, actually. But that yeah, it was fun. Nothing special, but it was kind of Bruce Willis doing kind of like a John Wick-esque kind of movie. But low, way lower budget and very campy as well. But I still had fun with it. You know, like I said, Green Inferno, the movie I saw in co- uh, high school, senior year, that just kind of fucked me up. Like, it's about, <laughs> it's about uh, college students getting, their plane crash, and it's like uh, Island of Cannibals. Mm. And that shit just stuck with me for, like, to this day. I have sort of, like, nightmares about that movie because oh. it was just, like, the, how grotesque and how gory. And you saw people getting, you know, eaten. And it was it was disgusting. <laughs> but I remember feeling sick. I was like, why am I watching this movie? No, it's a, a college class. I had, like, a dual enrollment in, um, in high school. And it was, like, it just fucked me up. It was disgusting. I was, like, yeah. I'm done with horror for a while. It
1: well, was, there was a little bit of that in Thanksgiving, oh, too. Oh,
0: for sure. <laughs> There's
1: a little bit of cannibalism. And as soon as
0: I saw that, I was, like, damn it, I'm out. Because I can't do anything <laughs> with cannibalism, people eating each other, stuff like that. I'm out. I'm out. Or anything with, like, kind of fingernails, mm-hmm. kind of horror. I, I can't do that for some reason. I'm cool with, you know, Freddy. I'm cool with Jason. I'm cool with Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Barbarian so much. and That was kind of weird. But, like... I can't do, like, kind of the torture, like, You liked fresh,
1: didn't you? Not really. No, I liked fresh.
0: Good performances, but yeah. I thought it was, it was kind of lacking something for some reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was, for a, a lower-budget movie, it was pretty good. Also, that Disney produced it, too. I was kind of like, wow, it's kind of a gamble for Disney yeah. to produce this movie right yeah. now. Yeah, I liked it. Um, But, no, but no for me, I'm not, I don't, I don't like, yeah, I don't like, I guess, again, cannibalism, humor, or horror. Yeah. It's not for me. never has been um i
1: think it was so over the top that it was yeah thanksgiving that it wasn't like you weren't necessarily like scared like i think it was more funny i mean it was a little it was a little i was a little jumpy there were some scenes that kind of like got me in the beginning yeah, so the beginning. Um, I can't remember what else. Somewhere in the middle, I jumped. Obviously, it didn't make a huge impact because I can't even <laughs> tell you like specific details of what happened. The trampoline scene. Yeah. That is ingrained. Because in I life. warned
0: you about that. I was like, oh no, it's coming. Cause I, cause yeah. in the tra- in the in the trailer they show that scene, uh-huh. and it's very like ugh. And so when I saw it in the trailer for this movie, I was like, uh oh. And then the scene came up, I was like, oh, shit, that's right, it's in yeah. this movie. And I looked away. I was like, I don't want to see this again. I saw <laughs> I was like a 13 and it kind of fucked me up. And I was like, yeah. I don't want to see this scene again in a bigger budget. I was like, no, I no, don't thank you. But yeah, I mean, I definitely can see why people kind of film this movie. It's very like Scream and Halloween mm-hmm. in a way. But like over the top gore and over yeah. the top kind of like, it's kind of like over the top of kills or whatever. But right. like, that's Eli Roth's thing all his movies is like, we can go fucking crazy and do like bloody and gore and guts and mm-hmm. cannibalism. And for me, I'm like, it's not for me. Right. It's not for me. Like, I, I don't like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he's always been that way. I'll tell you what, though. I'm more fan of him as an actor than a director. Mm. Like, I thought he was great in Glorious Bastards with Tarantino. He's a great scene with um, Brad Pitt. He plays the bear Jew who kind of smashes Nazis in with a bat. And it's pretty violent, but it's kind of funny at the same time because Tarantino doing Tarantino. Right. But, you know, I've seen all, all that kind of stuff, too. He's not a bad actor. I think I've seen him myself. Like, you know, the show was terrible and the Idol was so bad. But he wasn't terrible in The Idol. He, I thought he mm-hmm. was pretty good. I mean, there was there was good performances in The Idol. Like, the V Dwayne Randolph, Randolph, um, Billy Rose Depp, and um, him, Hank Azaria. But the show was awful. The show was, like, just...
1: I was thinking about the other day, I feel like the only good thing that came out of The Idol was the music. The music <laughs>
0: and some performances. Uh, music for sure, though. The like, music
1: was fire. But, okay, so it's not like you didn't like... Think like Thanksgiving wasn't a bad movie. It was just that it wasn't your t- cup I, of tea. I thought it was bad.
0: I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what, <laughs> why. I thought it was bad. I thought I thought it was a joke at first. I was like, right. I was gonna be first like a parody kind of movie. Well,
1: it was kind of. Kind
0: of, but like, come on, that acting was atrocious. Like,
1: yeah, the dialogue was bad.
0: Dialogue was. Awful. I love Addison
1: Rae. Her music career is phenomenal, but her, her
0: acting, acting career from what I've seen. Oh, boy.
1: One thing I had was that what? those high schoolers did not look like high schoolers. Look at 30 and 40 years old. Especially like the guys. guys. Yeah. Like, the Scuba. girls. Scuba. Yeah, Scuba was, like... man. He was built, like... He's a
0: mortgage, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking mortgage. There's no
1: And there are was, was some weird loose ends, like the one... Um, i guess like russian girl like it was that was just oh, kind of random yeah like the dad it was all just kind of random like the dialogue i felt like didn't really make sense and yeah it, it it i don't know i think it like i said before like it didn't take itself too seriously i think it was like funny i think people that are horror fans more like me who like all different types of horror That's and not enough. like you know, purists or whatever, (laughs) um, would enjoy it for sure. I don't think you need to go, well, I know we support the cinema, but I don't think we need to go in theaters. don't
0: think so either. (laughs) But maybe
1: like you could rent it. I guess it's kind of like you got to see it now though, because it's very Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. But I think it's a unique idea. I mean, obviously it came from something else, so it's not that unique, but I don't, I don't know any other like fake trailers hot well holiday horror movie besides what was the christmas one we saw last year
0: oh violent night i love that movie Mm -hmm. i love that movie see a huge following now too
1: yeah but you could even say those are like comparable because it's a little bit that was a little bit campy too
0: right violent night though wasn't a horror movie that's more like a like you know, guys who made John Wick and Bullet Train that made those movies, more so it, was, it was very like more action. Like, right. it was kind of like, oh, whoop Santa Claus was a badass. Like, look at like,
1: yeah, the movie
0: okay, no, nobody that guy who plays uh, Saul, at Bob Odenkirk, mm-hmm. he was like, a dad. Guess what? He's a fucking badass. They're they're good at making people look badass. It could be right. Santa Claus. It could be a uh, nobody. It could be a guy who's retired, aka John Wick. They're good at making kind of like normal, I guess, ordinary people, or mm-hmm. let's like Santa Claus, yeah, badass. So. Yeah. I see your point, though. Yeah. I see your point. But you're right. I mean, there's not a lot of, kind of like, except for Halloween. Right. Like, kind of like, or, uh, no, no, what's the one? My, my Buddy Valentine. Like, there's not a lot of, like, ho- like holiday-themed right. horror movies that are kind of, like, very mainstream or very kind of, like, popular. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can see that, again, before I get my, my Actual thoughts about the movie I feel like This for sure will have a cult following For sure Yeah I'm not a fan of this movie At all But I do think that It would be a cult following Of this movie somehow yeah. Like years later Like oh my god. There
1: always is There always is Yeah always for a, sure
0: You're right Like I mean look at Halloween Halloween was pretty popular But again, they had a huge following And then you know, the add sequels Or whatever Or even Scream Scream, right. Scream came out No one saw it Because they were like Drew Barrymore is done In the first 10 minutes of the movie Ugh. And they put her they put in, the, in like the Sorry 25 years ago Sorry yeah. spoiler alert but like that was marketed to like hey look at us we're kind of making fun of our heart because that heart was kind of dying out at the time right? and now it's like hey we're, we're bringing it back but I don't know it took, but again Screamer they had a cult following then the sequels came out and now it's back better than ever the last two movies so right. it's cool seeing that following for that movie too but I can for sure see the following of this movie maybe in a year or two or even Maybe a couple more years than that.
1: But, totally, yeah. Um, I'll I'll watch on Thanksgiving. I, I,
0: but yeah, I mean, again, I, I'm glad you and Marie, again, Marie did the funny impression of one of the death was hilarious yesterday. <laughs> the, the 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 saw the the saw kind of death I thought, thought it was pretty funny. But to me, again, I thought the writing was pretty bad. I thought the acting was again atrocious.
1: It was not that bad. I thought it was. I, it was. Yeah, I, I never mean, go, go, go. All, well. All those high schoolers are mostly no names, right?
0: Honestly, besides Addison Ray, she's a TikToker. The thing I respect was that I didn't know any of the high schoolers. I didn't
1: mind the main girl. I don't remember her. She name. was
0: stale to me. Like, she was giving nothing. She was like, "Oh my god." She, to me, it was like she was playing basically Neve Campbell, but like
1: right. Well, that's. I mean, it did. It was very screamish though, because they you know wore the what John Carver mask. And the ho-
0: and the varsity jackets.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought the be- we like the beginning though. The beginning was really good. You
0: know what? Yes, I take that back. The only thing I like about this movie, other than maybe some of like the, the score, I guess, but yeah. like with the beginning, uh, the beginning it was very like very
1: solid. Like
0: okay, I like the kind of built through this because it's right. very, it's a very relatable horror. Yeah, I won't explain what happened, but, okay. uh, but it's going to spoil there. But like, I think we've all seen videos of this instance right. before because it's very happens in every city. What happens? and it's is that
1: even a spoiler
0: I think so okay we keep it it's spoiler it's on the trailer, that's why. spoiler free here yeah oh uh, I see we we'll, we'll talked about the screening so I don't okay. want to like review it I don't want to like yeah.
1: yeah it's very realistic it was Black Mirror-esque in that sense well, like that. of how realistic it was <laughs> right the, the horror aspect of it and it was obviously exaggerated and that's kind of like what kind of um, I guess you realized it was going to be a little bit campy off the bat with how crazy the death scenes were um oh, yeah but yeah i don't know i liked it i thought it was fun <laughs>
0: yeah you know what i think what he does to all his movies like there's some kind of commentary in it which again i love in movies what's fine but like mm-hmm. and hostile was like why americans shouldn't go to, or, 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 to europe whatever or mm-hmm. go to other or like um third world countries whatever it was, right. was commentary or death death wish was about like gun control in chicago and i'm like mm. yeah but that's I was really at a time where Chicago was still, was still number one in like, deaths in America. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, it's kind of, well, too soon was kind of just like, you're, 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 not, you're not making your point clear. It's kind of a little messy. I do think in the beginning of opening scene of this movie... It was clear. It was clear because I'm like, I know, I've seen this before. I've seen right. this firsthand. I've seen yes. people do this. I've seen yes. people act out like this. So I'm yeah. like, okay, that makes sense. I let's, agree. Let's but movie, yeah. I
1: think the end... It wasn't about that, which was like no. fine. Because, like you were saying like the other ones kind of it was like too much, like yeah. too much commentary. Cost- this one it was yeah. just like the ending like it wasn't necessarily commentary. It was it was kind of just like a classic, um horror scenario. Yeah, it was, a slasher. It, was yeah. it wasn't really like deep.
0: It's a very like it definitely reminded me of again, you know, like other maybe like West Craven movies or other kind of like, you know, like I don't know, other slasher movies, but mm-hmm. To me, again, I thought the acting was here. Yeah, acting was not great. Writing was pretty bad. Again, the kills are interesting. I'll give unique.
1: That. I was gonna say that. The, the kills, kills are kills unique. Are unique.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, I kind of. I mean, I'm not. You know, I know going into like got some kind of like really kind of gore fest. So I kind of knew there would be some kind of like unique kills. So I'll give uh-huh. them that. Very unique come comes the kills. But I just found myself. You know, I never do this in movies too. Except for like *Me, more Time*. I hate people do this too. Like you're in a movie and all you hear is this. And I'm like, uh-oh. And, so you know, like the audience or the critics are kind of just like they're not into this. And I, I could give you a chance, but like I've been in a lot of press screenings now where I hear like the critics go, uh, "They're not into it." And and, you like, heard
1: that this time?
0: That was me last night. Oh, uh, I did it twice. I was like,
1: "Okay," because people were like laughing. Oh, people were into it. People were <laughs> people are it. laughing. They had a huge. Phoenix. It was a good energy. I haven't been in like a crowd like that since like not obviously to the same extent, but like when we saw Spider Man on oh, no the
0: way home. Yeah, yeah, that was that was like that was
1: an <laughs> awesome crowd. But I like. It still felt like energy that made me like feel excited like that felt like good like this is what the movie should be like that energy because like what we're gonna we're gonna talk about Saltburn that that one you know obviously two different that one Saltburn wasn't necessarily funny but um the energy was there i like the energy
0: yes yeah, so i'll give you that this is why you in the movies i feel like what we experienced last night is the energy because the phoenix heart community was there for yeah, sure a lot was, of shout outs people when the movie started yeah. like the girl down's like oh wait the wait, phoenix heart people and a lot of Phoenix people i follow on instagram or yeah. to the show was like they were there too and Again, they loved it Again, i'm happy for them for me this wasn't for me <laughs> I, I had a lot of issues with kind of just like it was kind of to me it was messy for some reason it was very messy because yeah. Again, it was like, I think we get, I give a lot of mo- crap to movies that I had like really kind of bad dialogue and really bad, like acting. Right. This had that from my I was seeing on, you know, my fellow critics and on Rotten Tomatoes. Everyone's loving this movie. I was like, huh, <laughs> we're giving this one a pass, but I've seen way worse before that people hated it. I was like, huh, interesting. Like for example, a uh, finance of Freddy's was terrible. And actually me, not, not terrible. It was pretty, it was, it was bad. It was bad. But I feel like me and the other critics kind of agreed on that how bad it was. Uh-huh. But again, also people hated Extras Believer. Me and Nick loved it. That movie yeah. universally hated on. It. So it's like
1: to each your own. It's all subjective. I right? think especially horror. Like I feel like horror. It's just what what's scary to you. Yeah. Like I like it's what's what like personally gets you. Like because we took separate cars to the movie so I like was driving home and I felt a little like spooked like oh. I was like oh I feel like there's someone behind me I don't
0: blame you <laughs> don't, that's rightfully so because I feel like sometimes like, like as in my review last night I thought at the theater after I left you I was uh-huh. kind of like looking around I'm like someone, yeah, be, someone behind you? me yeah. some girl walked behind me my re- reaction I was like <laughs> so I, I cut out I was like oh shit I, I jumped I was like oh no I was like yeah. delete delete Um, yeah I, I think what overall this movie to me was just like it's I think we Horror's elevated so much in the past couple of years things like Jordan Peele you know right. um, yeah. Blumhouse has elevated a lot you know again a barbarian to me is like it's elevated I feel like this is kind of a big step back I thought Scream got get away with it too because Scream's kind of always kind of being meta and kind of commentary on horror movies and yeah. kind of like newer horror movies too to me I'm like this was trying to be too much like kind of like play too much of like oh this is, ooh, this is a B-level kind of ha 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 jokey joke kind of like horror movie yeah. and I'm like I thought we we're past this. I think we've we've seen a huge like new thing of horror and thriller. I'm like, wow. This to me is kind of feels kind of dated at times for a 2023 movie. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. the Boston accents fucking sucks.
1: Oh my gosh, what's that accent? Patrick same? Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. Dr. Dreamy, right? If you're listening, sir, you gotta get some work on that accent. It was just it like was bad. He was sounding British at times. He was going in and out of it, and you've
0: been a Boston. You have probably heard. You, you heard authentic <laughs> accent. Not, 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 not the whole Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg shit, but you've heard it like was the actual. So
1: bad. Like, it was so bad. When I
0: see Ben Affleck doing the fucking. Ice Spice commercial. Like, yeah. he's he's putting on his accent. Like, bro, you're from there? That sounds terrible. <laughs> and with this, Peter Dempsey, who I it actually so admire as, as an actor. Yeah. Oh, no, what accent were you doing? Like, stick to the like, accent, please. Like yeah. For the love of God. Like, it's this is really bad.
1: I don't think it was necessary. I think he could have just been like, had a regular act Like, because no one else had Boston accents, right? And they were all he from was there. The only, yeah,
0: he was the only one that had So what accent. was the
1: point? The no, no, one
0: guy had, the, the high school rival guy.
1: Right. But yeah, I don't know. And then yeah, there wasn't good character development with the two high school kids, or not high school, the like the gun guys, whatever.
0: Oh, the local the local guard, the guy who sold drugs and alcohol, and the high schoolers.
1: Yeah, that was kind of weird. Maybe it was just trying to have like all the like archetypes of like slasher movies. Oh yeah, I saw that. Like the dropout, and then like there there was the The jock, and then like the girl that's like in between two guys, like so yeah. The dumb blonde. Yeah, but then, like, I don't know, the weird, like, hatred towards the stepmom, that wasn't developed. I mean, obviously, it was just a silly slasher, but, yeah. One thing, I had my one pet peeve in movies. What's that? I hate when they show technology. They were, like, showing Instagram. And how that did not look like oh, Instagram. Oh yeah, the,
0: like the zooming in. Whatever. And they were zooming yeah. in on a post like so that. far,
1: and you can't really do that. You can do.
0: That. Yeah, screenshot it and then do it. Yeah, basically. my mom's
1: tried. Like that doesn't work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we have we have evidence of trying this.
1: But I think it just dates it. I think whenever you show technology in a movie, it immediately dates it because you know technology is ever changing. So you're gonna watch this in a year, and that's not what Instagram's interface is gonna look like. So, I think, right. like, it's just so unnecessary. I get what they were trying to do. It was modern. They were like, oh, we're tagged in a post. It has all of our name on it. But so they could have so they could have gone about it a completely different way. And it would have, like, um, I think, like, not dated the film, potentially.
0: Oh, also, too, I'm getting the fuck out of that town. I don't <laughs> care. I'm moving, bro. I'm moving. Yeah. I'm, I'm going away for a long trip. I'm okay. Good luck to y'all. That's what the one I'm girl tried to do,
1: right? She was, like, going to Florida.
0: What She fucked up. Is that she? She, she didn't leave that night. <laughs> She'd been yeah. like, "Because what? I'll, fuck my stuff. I'm go, I'm going on the next flight out of here. I'm going on Spirit Airlines Frontier. I don't care on a Greyhound. Yeah. I'm getting the hell out of there. I'm not staying in this town like yeah. this small ass town, middle of nowhere, in Massachusetts. Like yeah. I'm going the hell out of here. I'm going to Boston. Actually, i the real accents are. Yeah. Um, be what you you pause on this, too, Z. I, Z's very good at acknowledging, kind of like. modern trends or modern things going on like Mm -hmm. we watched Not Okay last year Mm -hmm. and you were very good at kind of like this kind of whole like you know observing like that's how data is from from years ago whatever and you're very good at catching those kind of things of like wow this movie's made today
1: consistency yeah. but like
0: you know because it's hard I think nowadays it's hard having people feel timeless I feel like you know it's a lot of like things have changed so much where it's like technology and fashion and pop culture or whatever mm-hmm. it's very hard for a movie or show to feel kind of like timeless right. there are and stuff like that, I think Days of Confused is very timeless I think Everybody Wants them very timeless Heather's thing is still kind of timeless to a degree mm-hmm. my whole kind of like school shooting you know school bombing thing right. but like there are things that feel kind of feel very timeless in other movies Yeah, you're right I think this might feel timeless to a degree in a few years whatever I, I, think, I think it was, should be I think it should be fine for now but I mean also I mean, Black Friday also kind of felt kind of dated because I'm like Black Friday's kind of like dying out because of like everyone's online shopping now everyone's doing
1: yeah, you know, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think it will really be timeless, because, yeah.
0: Or the, what they were getting in the movie, the giveaway, I was like, then 2023, I don't see anyone fighting over that. I don't right, see anyone I the, agree. Like, oh my god, I need to have this. Yeah. You just go on Amazon, go on But and I it. think,
1: like, that over-exaggeration was, like, a part, like, it was. Oh, for sure. it was supposed to be it. like that. It was supposed to be satirical in the sense of, like, what they were all, like, you know,
0: I can see that for sure. I can definitely see that. I think it's definitely like, hey, you know, this is what we're doing. This is what we're trying to like, accomplish. But right. like I said, again, I had problems with a lot of the stuff. Again, it just to me just felt like really just campy and very just messy at times. So, again, I was looking forward to it given the Grindhouse, you know, backstory and the kind of like it was a fake trailer. Again, I give it props because it was quote-unquote sort of original but mm-hmm. to me i've seen so many better horror movies in the past three years with you that i'm like wow this to me i'm kind of like i, I want to watch ever again i'm kind of like i'm out again eli roth again my friend you're a better actor than director i mean i all respect to you <laughs> as a creative person as an artist uh but to me this was a definitely pass i give it honestly i give it a two or three out of ten i thought it Ooh. was this was a very just to me it was kind of like wow it wasn't a waste of an hour and 45 minutes i'm so glad i had fun with you and marie seeing theaters for sure again i love the theatrical experience like you said the crowd was into it yeah. i go for that kind of stuff nowadays yeah but man i've seen like per, some pretty kind of crappy horror movies this year alone so it's a pass for me what would you give it
1: um out of 10 out of 10 yep. Yeah. <sighs> i think like 4.5 out of 10 i i don't think that it's
0: Kind that's of, still kind of low it is low. Wow.
1: But I would still I would still recommend it. Okay. I would wow. like you don't need to go to the theaters. You could just it's a guilty pleasure? Well, yeah, I don't feel guilty about my pleasures, okay. but
0: <laughs> <laughs> Touche.
1: Um, yeah. I okay, maybe like 4.5 4, to like 5. Like, you know. 10? Yeah. All right. Like I thought, yeah, More I liked dinners. it. It was we were me and my it was my girlfriend, we were laughing. Like I think definitely like if you guys are horror fans and you want something unique, kind of unique <laughs> then watch it
0: yeah like i said i mean with hunger games coming out this weekend if you want something during watch with your family this could be it would <laughs> i recommend that no but you know yeah it's, it's out. It's, option it's out That there's you know,
1: always options because you
0: know stuff like you know office christmas party or whatever violent night once the holidays pass it's like gone like no one's gonna, no one's gonna pay to go see thanksgiving december 15th
1: right there's an expiration date
0: right i think it's kind of like sometimes kind of i mean if, if i i mean also the movie's coming out like a week before thanksgiving right I would have been like, hey, I mean, probably the Marvels and Hunger Games. So I guess like timing yeah. it on the other side, but like, I would be, hey, I'm putting it out like two weeks before Thanksgiving yeah. and then have the two weeks after that just like just build up to it. Because mm-hmm. if you put a movie out so close to Thanksgiving or on the holiday itself, it's like, well, that's it. No one's going to pay to see this after Christmas or before Christmas. So it's right. like, eh, it's kind of dated, but
1: yeah.
0: this is me. But I'm looking forward to seeing how this does both my fellow critics, the audience, and yeah. the box office. Me too. Um, but yeah, guys. Next up is a movie that I'm looking forward to reviewing with you, actually, because <laughs> this is gonna be Emerald Fennell' a follow her sophomore, her sophomore movie, which is a follow up to her award winning, Oscar award winning uh, movie, uh, Promising Young Woman, was my favorite movies of 2020. I love mm-hmm. this movie so much, um, and she won an Oscar for her for best screenplay. It came out during COVID, unfortunately, so i remember seeing it on a screener link at home with my parents, oh. and i was looking forward to seeing this. I remember I was in L. A. at the time. And it was like coming soon. I've got a, pr- a premiere pass forward I was like I'm seeing this can we see this I love Carrie Mulligan I like Margot Robbie's producing it mm-hmm. I'm all for it good, good cast I like the trailers a lot McLovin was in it I was like <laughs> let's go see it and as you, if you might both know I've probably a woman movie that sticks with you to this day because yeah. it's very relatable at t- Very relatable in most of the movie but the ending sticks with you like, like a brick you're just like oh my gosh this happened and it just sticks with you for the rest of the weeks so you're t- talking about it like years later almost yeah it was also a great screenplay too it was a great screenplay great director this was her first movie too yeah that was really impressive that's her first movie out
1: really good it's pretty
0: damn good you have a great cast you have a great actress you have Carrie Mulgan you have great you have a great score you have a great premise the whole thing Saltburn Not spoiling anything the premise of the movie basically is set in 2006 2006 11, 6, 2006 yeah. uh, the actor at Oxford right yeah at Oxford um, this um, a student Freshman year Lonely guy Played by Ollie Played by Barry Keegan Who's in Mansions of Aaron and Sharon, He's the new Joker In the Batman movies A lot of other stuff He was in Dunkirk mm-hmm. He basically Is his freshman year He's a bit of a loner A bit of kind of like A quiet reserved kind of guy mm-hmm. He's desperate for friendship He's desperate for companionship Whatever mm-hmm. And then one day he meets the very kind of, like, you know, handsome, very kind of, like, outgoing Jacob Elordi. Yeah. Um, kind of the golden boy. The golden boy. Everyone loves him on campus. He's the big man on campus. All the girls love him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, the guy. Like, he's, like, the party guy. Like kind of the like Van Wilder of that school, basically. Yeah. And
1: somehow he gets into his orbit, basically.
0: Yeah. He gets, gets seen by Jacob Elordi's character. Yeah. And they have a, kind of, like, a friendship. But, like, Jacob Elordi's kind of, like, he, he, feel, he feels sorry for this kid because he tells a kid of a loner, too. Uh-huh. But Elordi's very kind of charming. He's very sweet. He's very yeah. nice. So he invites him to uh, stay with him over the summer mm-hmm. at his family's mansion in Saltburn, up like, upstate England. Um, and summer of kind of just like twists and turns yeah. and darkness <laughs> shenanigans. and shenanigans. <laughs> and you don't know where we're gonna go. I get that to Emma Finell's credit. Of, like you don't know what's gonna happen. Also, me and Z went in not smart. We didn't go into the movie with any of the tra- t- any of the trailers, no. any of the promos. But we, I only read, I read the, the IMDb bio, and that was it. But, yeah. like, we didn't know nothing much other than The Girl Who Made Promising Young Woman. was her second movie.
1: Right before, you were like, I think this is a period movie. And I was That's like, That's what I thought in the, the poster, from the poster.
0: From the poster. Because I was like, I don't watch anything. I, again, going in blind, to me, is kind of the like kind of way to go nowadays of, like, being kind of, like, I don't know, like, being surprised. Like, the holdovers I loved. I didn't watch mm-hmm. any trailers. Oh, no, it was Paul Giamatti in the cast. I love that movie so much. Yeah. I do think going in blind now has helped my kind of, like, appreciation for other movies or kind of, like, yeah. Gets, Period, that was a period movie too, but like to me, it was like I'm going in blind, I'm going to go with a full kind of like what to expect. I don't know, what, what yeah. We well,
1: that's what it does, it takes away your expectations, right? right? Exactly. So, if you watch a trailer, you could already have preconceived notions or about like it. You're like,
0: or TikTok ad,
1: right? Like, being like, oh, Jacob Lordy, he was kind of a dick in euphoria. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I
0: was, I was willing to hate him this movie. I was like, oh, I hate him in euphoria, <laughs> yeah. but like, see how it is. Um, but Z Again You and I saw this movie Last week at the press screening Uh uh-huh. We both saw it We had a lot of talk about it After the movie Yeah What did you think of the movie? This was, this was a A movie to remember for sure Yeah
1: No it's good I definitely want to watch it again Yeah Because I feel oh, yeah. Like it's one of those movies Where There was probably like Clues about what You know what the ending... Yeah. Essentially, like, what ends up happening. I feel like there's probably clues sprinkled without, but it's, like, you don't know what to look for. Right. So, it's, like, one of those that like, you have to, like, go back and, like, watch it to, like, maybe, like, see if you could... Like, you missed anything or connect totally. the dots and stuff. Um, I thought it was really aesthetically pleasing and you were talking about how I kind of like noticed like fashion or like trends or whatever I thought they had a really good attention to detail because like even in the first scene you see like a girl walking on campus with like a juicy tracksuit, and that's very that's very early 2000s so I thought like like all of the like aesthetics are really awesome the clothes the set design like when they're all like sitting around watching super bad like it just really like
0: i love that it
1: puts you into that time and place but also it's like that weird just juxtaposition because it's like it's the early 2000s but they're also super rich and what did that look like in the early 2000s like what's that ghostness of it a small <laughs>
0: tv for being rich people <laughs> <laughs> well yeah
1: because it yeah maybe because i don't know were flat screens like a huge thing in 2006 True, right. i don't know That's right 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 the kind of thing like oh you're right um, yeah, I thought Jacob Lordy did awesome. Was I great. thought he was kinda like maybe like the standout star of the show, I think, or movie I guess. Um, he you have like compassion for him. Like even you though do. he was this rich guy privileged, yeah. Um, yeah, very privileged. He was very, very charming. Yeah. And I think like how he charmed what was the main guy's name?
0: Uh Barry Keegan. Oh my gosh. I'll bring on his name today too through my notes. Um his name was... No, Ollie, Ollie. Oh, yeah, you said it. So Ollie. He was playing Ollie, and then uh, Lori played a guy named Felix.
1: Right. So, I think even how he, like, charmed Ollie, he's almost, like, charming the audience, too. Yes. And I thought yeah. it was very, like, immersive in that way, because you are like, oh, I kind of like him. Like, I'm, like, kind of for him. Um. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. What do you think?
0: You, you wanted to be his friend. You wanted to right. be his friend. Totally. Um. Yeah, I love this movie. Yeah. I really did. You know, again, I love Promising Young Woman a lot. And you know, to me, I was you know a lot, a lot of filmmakers when their second movie comes out, you're like, you have a lot to look forward to now because Jordan Peele won an Oscar for writing for Get Out. Right. Emerald Fennell won an Oscar for writing for Promising Young Woman. So you yeah. have these two new filmmakers, both won an Oscar for their first movie. I think no, Tarantino won it for Pulp Fiction so that was the first movie but like it's very impressive when you can follow up your award winning movie with something very unique and original right. and ambitious so
1: well there's a lot of pressure too a
0: lot of pressure like everyone making a good movie is tough as it is mm-hmm. making a movie in general is a whole different thing of like it could be right. bad could be great bad or good or whatever it's a whole different ballgame. So game. she
1: won for the screenplay for yeah. Promising One? Yeah, well, imagine, what is. Script. so that's, what is it, was it screenplay of the year? Or? Best original screenplay. Best original screenplay. There's two, screenplay. It's adapted
0: and original. She won original. Okay. Rightfully so. Also, that was a really, that was a really uh, hot take of Oscars that 2021. I remember I was watching, I came home from LA from my, looking at my apartments or whatever. That was the year where Laura Dern, who I love, was like, it's been a hard year, guys, for everyone but it's been so hard for us the actors, actors. <laughs> and I was like excuse me I'm like what well, about the doctors central workers you know nurses or whatever right. teachers I'm right. like "Of course." actors I'm like, yeah. I I am like, love actors but I'm like what are y'all talking about <laughs> and it was like I remember watching Chris Rock on, a, on a, I think Tonight Show with Fallon or Kimmel and Chris Rock said this year you didn't watch the Oscars I, was, I watched half of it and all you heard me scream on the TV was say a joke 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 because it was like so depressing it was very really depressing Oscars it was just like in this corner right here, <laughs> we have this actor. How are you today? It's almost like a funeral. You're just like, yeah. I feel uncomfortable here. Yeah. But you know, anyway, but it's, honestly, this is an original movie. Mm-hmm. You hear my out of theater reaction to this? It's, it's an original studio movie. We're seeing more of this this year, thank God. You know, I love seeing that we're seeing more studios taking risks. This is MGM Amazon. Um, yeah. Investing in an original, a newer filmmaker. Not a huge budget movie. This is a mid-level budget movie mm-hmm. for theatrical. Was this wasn't a prime movie. This wasn't for streaming. This was a actual theatrical release. Yes, it, you know, it's a limited release first and a wide release after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I love seeing that that they're still giving chances to original filmmaking in the theaters. That's really important for everyone as audiences. The filmmaker is the whole thing. uh It sticks with you. And my Twitter on Twitter or X, I said it's dark. It's twisted. It's sinister at times. Yeah. But it's very funny and it's very charming, like you said. Yeah. There's so much charm to this movie from um uh mm-hmm. to like the atmosphere of it the all. Set yeah. The set to Roseman Pike, her, uh-huh. her husband, Richard D. Grant. Like the
1: dad. Yeah, he's so cute. so much charm to
0: this movie. Yeah. I was like, well, I wanna be here too, mm-hmm. despite what happens in the movie. I don't wanna spoil anything. Yeah. But like there's a lot of charm to it despite the sinister and dark nature, undertone of it right. all. Right. Um yeah, a week later still in my head about certain scenes where I was like
1: yeah.
0: oh my god, that actually S- happened certain
1: scenes yeah because
0: <laughs> I was for but at the end of the movie my jaw was on the floor like yeah. for a minute I was like what the hell I was right. like what and again I think that adds to the fact that we don't want to the, the trailers mm-hmm. I was like cool I didn't know what to expect and when I saw it I kind of it kind of like it just shocked me to my core at times I was like yeah. wow this was a quite the movie um,
1: I think it might be different for people that if they have seen the trailers. So if you guys like haven't heard about this, right. I would seriously right. just like go watch it. I wouldn't look up anything. No, go in blind. Um
0: oh, any reviews go I think go in just the uh, Yeah. Just go in for yourself. See what for yourself.
1: I really go liked ahead. I don't know if you noticed this, but um Ollie, how how he dressed in the beginning, right? It was Oh yeah it was a little shabby it was a little kind of like playing to how he is obviously not as wealthy as all of his yeah, peers goodwill,
0: poor kid i'm a poor but like lower kind of working class right almost.
1: and well he was on scholarship right they right. kept mentioning like his scholarship his scholarship and then as he kind of got in with like i guess like up in the ranks like with a Lordy's character and his
0: family. Yeah,
1: like, you know, lounging by the pool in their mansion, you could physically like see his like clothes change, like his he look change. he started wearing that that chain, the, chain. the, the, the gold chain. chain. Yes, I saw that. And like not even that, but his swagger. Like it came out of nowhere. Like yeah, he he's literally building confidence. Right. And I thought that like that f- f- I guess physical um change of the dynamic was really good mm-hmm. and like the care it wasn't just like him saying like oh i'm different it was like that showed it like on his body it showed in the way he walked and how way he talked um which i thought was awesome um i would say like the climax was obviously very surprising like what ended up happening <laughs> however the ending i don't think it's a new story
0: no you're what no. what happened you're right no you're right it's
1: new like it was a it was a new it was definitely original. The storyline was original yeah, for sure. Totally. And like I think there's not a lot of um I don't know, I thought it was interesting about how it was two guys and the friendship and like the obs the kind of the obsessiveness of the friendship and you don't always see that with two guys. I feel like usually you see a lot of like obsessive like girl relationships. Oh or yeah. then obviously like a guy and a girl. But I thought like the two guy relationship was an interesting take
0: yeah um, it felt real yeah it felt real authentic I, I know people that like was like in high school or growing up in college so people that wanted to be people or right. like wanted to be them so much like oh my god those persons, I want to be them it's right. like that's kind of strange man like yeah. you know be your own person Um, I think we, I think in the 90s more, I think it was more like in the comedies, like I want like the Cable Guy, for example, or all the movies like you see, kind of like guys like want to be the guys, kind of be obsessed with other like other friend, male friendships. Mm-hmm. But it was more for comedic purposes, right? This is more dramatic and sinister and yeah. more thriller based. Where you're right, I, and I, I can't I, while, think of a movie like that. No, I can't it's like, Yeah, it's like, and it felt real with her writing, with Emerald Fennel's writing and her direction mm-hmm. and her storytelling. It was like, wow, this feels real. And it feels different. It feels fresh. Mm-hmm. Turtles Six movie, unquote, 2006 movie. Yeah, it felt
1: totally it felt
0: fresh at the same time. Totally. Um, I'm gonna say uh, to me, the standouts to me were very were Rosamund Pike, mm-hmm. who I love. She's, yeah, you know, she was you know, Amy and um, She's Gone so Girl. Gone. She was and Jack Reacher, The World's End, a lot of other stuff. Jake Lordy, again, who won me over in this for sure. Other stats, other hating him. Yeah, Euphoria for and Euphoria. years. Euphoria, yeah. Uh, and Barry Keegan, you know Barry Keegan, you know Z was up with me at the Batman screening. I saw him as Joker. I was like, oh, another fucking Joker, and him, because he was fine and Dunker, he was fine, and I heard he's great in the Banshees of Inisherin, but like to me, I was like, this dude can't act. I, I don't. What's all the hype with this kid? Yeah, he won me over in this movie too. Oh yeah. I was like, what? Well, I'm impressed with he's him.
1: Dyna- he was dynamic.
0: He showed me he can act. I yeah. was like, I see it now. Now yeah. I see. It. Also, he was in Eternals. That movie it was terrible too. I'm like, who is this? This guy, this kid cannot act. Get no, him I off like, the screen. I liked him. He was good, and now like I'm more curious now to see him as the Joker moving forward. Yeah. If they do bring him back for Joker, we'll see. Yeah. Um, the dialogue and script to me was top tiers. Her direction. It reminded me a lot of young Tarantino. If you watch like you know True Romance, uh, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. the way she writes characters and her dialogue, it's very her own language in a way. Like you know, Sp- Jordan Peele or Spike Lee or Christopher Nolan. It's their own language of how they write. It's very their unique way of writing. Mm-hmm. And the dialogue to me was very crisp. It was very it was very sharp. It was very witty. And I was like, ooh, I like this because she's right. making her own dialogue. Like, it was her own language. And I love that when I kind of film it because you, you watch you watch Avengers. I, a movie is written by anybody, you know? Right. Look around, that, look around that movie if you wanted to. like <laughs> it, it, A movie to me, doesn't, it don't feel like certain writing doesn't feel...
1: It felt like her. Basically. It felt like her. It felt, yeah.
0: felt, felt unique. Yeah. Which, which I like about it. Um, the way she builds tension, the way she goes with the shock factor, with her clever and sharp dialog yeah, it reminds me a lot of young Tarantino. When you watch Pulp Fiction the first time, when you watch it for the first time, when you when you see Um, Reservoir Dogs or you know, Glorious Bastards—it's right. the way she builds tension to the shock factor. That's like, oh my gosh! Um,
1: and You know what I liked? I feel like it could have. She easily could have like, you expect her to maybe do, like, a female-centric, like, a woman's issue kind of thing because of, like, what, like, Promising Young Woman was, and I like how she, like, completely flipped in and be like, no, here's, like, a story that really centered around an obsessive, kind of interesting relationship between two guys.
0: Yeah, in their college years, yeah.
1: And I like, I like that. I like how she didn't, like, just like do the safe option because it's like oh well we know that she's like able to like write like women's stories yes and i felt like it still felt like very realistic and like she was perfect to write this story too oh
0: totally this it shows her range as a filmmaker Mm -hmm. and kind of like her and like jordan peele and tarantino this is her saying listen i'm not a one-off filmmaker I have a lot more to say as a filmmaker. Yeah. I have a lot more story, t- story mm-hmm. I have a lot more to say as a filmmaker, as a writer, as a person. And I love that. I'm like, wow, it's very ambitious of her because this, this, this could have been awful. This could have been like, wow, after your award winning movie you made this piece of crap. No, this was a very good follow up to your award winning movie that kind of blew everyone away. Yeah. And yeah, right, it's very impressive of her that she can write male centric stories too mm-hmm. that again, felt really real and then feel like, yeah. oh, it's like Hollywood eyes. Oh, well, or- like a woman
1: writing about a, a guy because like- I, I feel like I can see that on the flip end like I don't oh, totally. usually like like um women characters written by men so it's like a little um I guess what's the word
0: <laughs> well it has to be good it has to be authentic yeah like, you know, you, when you see stuff like yeah I'm a woman I'm proud it's like written by, by a dude right but like right, right, right. it works like stuff like you know again I guess James Cameron who's Bit of a dick, but he's very good at writing things like Ripley and Aliens, or you know um, uh, Sarah Connor and Terminator, like that. Or I think that was kind of like well, I think that's what the kind of the like, gold standard. I think for for men writing women characters, it's still very good at times. Don't get me wrong, like for certain filmmakers, but it's not. It'll come as easy to, to everyone. I feel like it's no. very very copy and paste.
1: Yeah, totally. And like, there's always like the archetypes and stuff. I haven't seen those movies, so. You would
0: love it. <laughs> you would love. Dude, Sigourney Weaver is so badass in that. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Um, But you're right. It's it's a very, I think, how, how she writes. But like you said, too, the, the production design and sets. Oh, yeah. loved it. The locations.
1: They're so good.
0: It wasn't green screen, it was actually in a yeah. mansion. It was actually in a big, you know, upstate London, England. Whatever. I love the big
1: party scene at the end. Yes. That was like how it was like midnight summer. Like, it was so just cool and like the vibe and like like i don't know the music and it was very beautiful like the set so the set yeah. was very oh. beautiful and especially for it being you said it was like a little bit lower budget yeah
0: it wasn't a big budget like it, spectacle it
1: was yeah like yeah i liked no. it a lot
0: again i i when I'm, when I'm when i see movies that are original shooting on location not giving them a green screen mm-hmm. or kind of like you know on a on a sound stage like this felt like cool we're going to shoot on location shoot in an actual mansion with real sets, mm-hmm. it adds to kind of the real and kind of authentic, authentic feel of the movies, mm-hmm. which I love about it, like, in, in the holdovers too. Them shooting in an actual school in the wintertime felt real. Like, you right. can tell it feels real. Like, I'm, I'm actually there with these characters or whatever. Yeah. Um. uh is women blind already, like I said? Because um, the, the way she tells, the way she builds suspense and tension, I had a knot in my stomach most of the movie. Because <laughs> I was like, what is she, because I know something was coming they were, yeah. they were building towards something but what what is it right and when it happens my knot was still there and i was like oh my gosh like yeah she went for it she went for it and she goes here you go in your face yeah <laughs> i was like holy shit this is crazy um then shock factor like i said got my jaws on the floor at the end of it um yeah I, like, I think also too is that you feel uncomfortable about the movie too right i felt uncomfortable at times, even with you i was like I don't like this. Like I kind of yeah. feel this like icky about this movie set too. But there are some things that you and I both agreed on that I kind of felt uncalled for. <laughs> there's, there's a scene in the bathtub. You and I were like, okay, we were <laughs> like, all right, you're you're doing this, I guess. But like,
1: it was just unnecessary. Yeah. it wasn't even like because of what the content was. Like I wasn't offended by that. It just wasn't it wasn't necessary, especially. Right, right. Yeah, especially because, like, it's hard to not say spoilers, but some of the things he claims, like, he claims not oh, to right, feel right, a right. certain way towards Jacob Lordi's character. Yeah, feel a certain way. So, so yeah. and then he does that, and then it's like, well, I'm confused, kind of. So, like. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: one scene went on for way too long, too. Right. We had, like, two minutes. So I was like, yeah. okay, it was going to be like half a half second, and then flip right, the camera. Right, a, a quick. No, like, cameras on him during this one scene and I was like
1: yeah I I was not looking
0: I put my drink down I was like I'm not thirsty anymore (laughs)
1: anyways
0: I was like you know what I'm good I was like no um I love the kind of mid 2000s vibe of it all yes even how
1: like I feel like even the quality of the like movie like i feel like it wasn't yeah. even like super high death like no it was like obviously kind of grainy a little bit yeah the right yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah um i i like that again yeah, super bad was kind of fun with All watching around watching yeah. super bad i thought it was kind of hilarious yeah Only well, we, we played low by flow Rida. i'm like this is so 2007 yeah i like, came out everyone was like everyone their mom and grandma was uh-huh. playing that song and they're doing
1: like karaoke with like the words on like the little screen and that was like, and, like, like yeah two thousands. yeah totally and oh you, and then did you catch they were always reading harry potter
0: I did. I paperback too, and uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, because this was, like round. This is like right before Order of the Phoenix came out, so uh-huh. it was like Goblet of Fire just came out, before uh-huh. number five. So they're kind of like we're in between now." So they would have the paperbacks. Well, that too, but also like. The, the, the movies are having, are still worth they still haven't been finished yet. Like, uh-huh. we don't know what's gonna happen with Harry Potter next if you've ever read the books. we've uh-huh. got cool seeing them kind of like all the other, like, like their group independent yeah. reading in a way. I totally. Like, oh, again, it adds to the 2005, 2006, the 2007, the yeah. 2000s kind of vibe. Totally. And at the same time, we can watch this again when it comes out on Blu ray, on DVD, or whatever streaming. It feels timeless for some reason, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's parts of that, obviously, but like how she does with the friendships and what's going on in the movie, like, you don't need phones. You don't need computers. Whatever. I mean, now i have been like, oh, on social media, look, I'm posting about this person on social media. Whatever. Great, I found mm-hmm. about you. But like, it felt like a summer getaway where you up in the country. You have kind of no service. Whatever. Yeah. It felt like a still a timeless movie. 16 years later, 17 years later. So right. I know I loved her about it. Um, Sides three, Roseman Pike. Lordy and Keegan, like like the, the other one the unknown actors, I didn't know who they were. The mm-hmm. sister, the the cousin, yeah,
1: I like people them. at
0: the school, mm-hmm. um and camera cinematography because it was very immersive. Mm-hmm. I I really brought that because immersive to me now is like you gotta really bring us into the movie because you watch when I mean, you watch stuff with the green screen or kind of like um uh fake backgrounds, you can tell this is fake. It's all studioized. Oh, we I've got another movie like this, but it felt very immersive. Like I saw Babylon. I forgot the twenties. I was in the movies of the twenties or thirties. Like it felt like we were in that time period. like yeah. it Felt like okay, I'm watching a movie from this time period. Make it work. And... That's
1: funny. You were thinking of Babylon because I was thinking about Babylon too, right? watching this movie. But I feel like, I don't know. Like, I think. I think it did something so good. Yeah. Um, Salburn that how, like, just, like, everything, everything matched the aesthetic. Everything right, was right. so very... 2006, when Babylon, it didn't feel necessarily so very the 20s or whatever it was supposed to be. Oh, okay. You know? Like, because it, was, it was, like, higher definition. It, was, it was so... Like, the decadence was so over the top. Like, yeah, it almost felt true. modern. And budget. this one yeah. felt like everything was very purposeful. Like, all the oh, scenes the music the 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 clothes from the juicy tracksuit to like the reading harry potter like it all felt very like in that moment of time That's what you mean. that i think like that like totally i can re-watch it and it's a good movie that i would like not i don't know why i'm comparing them i literally when i was watching that i was thinking about like babylon especially like the big party scene and stuff oh, beginning <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. i think that i like it better
0: yeah I watched Babylon again because that was a a three and a half hour movie that's like a lot to take in. Right, that's true. It didn't stick with me as much as this movie did. Yeah, no, totally. A week later. Uh, Same cinematographer, though. Babylon did. uh, Saltburn, too. Oh, really? So, yeah, same cinematographer, same same camera guy. the yeah, like kind of that same director of photography was, like, the same kind of team. Yeah. Um, I love how she utilized the score and the soundtrack at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't too much... Soundtrack it wasn't too much score. They kind of, like, bounced each other out. Like, mm-hmm. we heard some song from that era or older and the set score kind of, like, added to, like, the tension or to, like, the weirdness mm-hmm. of the movie. Um, to photography... To me, I... Emerald Fennell now, kind of, like how I felt about Jordan Peele, uh, Greta Gerwig, the guys who did uh, Uncle Gems, Taffy Brothers, and Good Time... I'm really on board with her as an act Me as, a, as too. a filmmaker even yeah. more. Cause again, she's proven herself that hey, listen, I can do these movies. Different stuff. Again, yeah. You're doing different stuff. You're doing different kind of like twists and turns. You still a not your something like you about both movies with her, obviously, with yeah. promising young woman in this movie, but like she's showing her range as a as uh-huh. a filmmaker. It doesn't feel like repetitive or doesn't feel kinda like copy and paste. It's felt no. like really authentic and really great storytelling that totally. was fresh. I feel like you know. I've seen a lot of movies now or TV shows. that think like, oh, this feels like this movie. This feels like that show. Right. Or whatever. This felt new. This felt unique. It felt ambitious. and felt like I don't know just getting newer, which, yeah. which sorry, I thought was really admirable about her as a filmmaker. Totally. Um,
1: now I want to see her do a period movie.
0: I, I think she should <laughs> like, do some kind of like do some kind of like some um,
1: kind of Bridgerton Bridgerton kind of thing.
0: You know, yeah, that era or come kind of like in London, something like oh like the sixties London, something like that or like you know kind of like I don't know or even she's like, America, you know, some kind of like kind of like. Something kind of like we yeah, get with a period, but like maybe, maybe a bigger budget too. What she can do with maybe a budget of like maybe bigger. But mm-hmm. I think well, great. she's writing the ballerina movie, which I'm hyped for, dude. Oh, so
1: I didn't know that. Ari
0: Armas wanted her to write the movie
1: because oh, okay. they had
0: script already, and she goes, "We need more of like a feminine touch." Yeah, and Ani Armas said, "We need Emma Funnell." So they brought her on board to write the out the entire script.
1: Oh wow! So I was like, that would be great then.
0: I'm like, and you got Keanu coming back for that movie because it's a prequel between three and four,
1: right? And the whole
0: cast coming back too. And I was like, so I'm is there. it
1: still like an original like screenplay if she like comes in to write it because it's like not her idea?
0: She will. She probably get co. She probably, probably have a co-writing uh, uh, credit, so it'll we'll be the original writer and her.
1: Mm. I'll
0: be like, okay, they both wrote it basically because you see a lot of times we're like when. If you're a first-time writer or like a newer writer, or whatever, mm-hmm. you'll get credit for it most of the time. It's probably rewritten by like a studio hire or like someone bigger than that. Like a lot of actors, like a lot of filmmakers that we like or writers that we like, go on. They kind of ghost write rewrites. Are not mentioned on the credits. Right. The, the one I need to be say, oh yeah, Seth Organ co-wrote 21 Jump Street because not credited, but like he did the rewrites, or whatever. Because that's how Hollywood works with rewrites and stuff like that. Because they bring in people they can trust kind of polish up a little bit mm-hmm. so she came out to do a, I think a whole rewrite or a lot of rewrites of ballerina mm-hmm. so she'll get co-writing that's so
1: that's gonna be so good i feel like i don't know like you think like like john wick obviously is amazing i love john wick yeah but i think you think maybe like it's gonna be like actiony like it could just be like any other like but i think it's gonna be good that they have her to make it more like I don't know, like, more deeper, darker, feminine. Stuff, yeah. yeah
0: stuff, yeah. Yeah. Even having John Wick there, it's going to be more of, like, a different kind of story to the other movies. Right. So the violence, um, who's, who's making that movie real quick before I go to my cons of this movie? Um, what's this guy's name? Oh, uh, Len Wiseman's doing this movie? Oh, oh boy. He's done some pretty shit movies. Like what? Those Underworld movies.
1: Mm, I haven't seen him Those
0: are pretty bad He had a Total Recall movie That was awful A lot of TV series Like Lucifer The Gifted Swamp Thing Yeah He's doing Ballerina I, I would have had her to do Direct the movie actually Cause you, you you bring in the You bring in the director Of the last four movies He's a stunt guy Have him take over Like all the action stuff And have her do Kind of like the Story to The deeper Storytelling dramatic stuff If you ask me mm-hmm. But I know I'm Hollywood But I know. I'm looking for her seeing her script come to life on big Extreme of Boundary. Right yeah, now. me too. Um, my cons, though, you know, me and ratios. I love kind of different ratios. IMAX, 4x3, you know, Box, whatever. It was just a 4x3 ratio, kind of like mid-90s in Grand Budapest. I didn't feel the need for it. It was okay. cool. It was really cool. It was a, yeah. more kind of the vibe of the movie. I get it. But it only really kind of served, like... The purpose, I would say, I thought th- th- like mid nineties. You can tell me re- reason why a movie shot in four by three because kind of like almost like handheld camera at times. Yeah. But for this, I was kind of like it was cool, but was it necessary? How, how do you feel about that?
1: I liked it. Yeah. I think I think it was purposeful in the sense that like like how close it was. It was almost right. like you were like encrouching in on this life, kind of how like how he was because he wasn't okay. supposed to be a part of this like. Lavish, like luxurious, like rich, yeah. like world. Essentially, like he was on scholarship. Like he, he's, he's always right. gonna be like an outsider. Right. So I kind of liked like how small the screen was because it kind of felt like you were like kind of pushed in there and kind of like, well, yeah, kind of like encrouching in on this world, just like he is, kind of thing. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: good take. Good take. I can't argue with that. I think that's, a, that's a, yeah. That makes me kind of rethink my answer now a little bit so <laughs> I'll give you that actually
1: <laughs> what um, else did you have? Um,
0: the one the bathtub scene kind of felt necessary as, 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 as I said yeah um, I thought the acting from the cousin and the sister they know the hell out of me mm-hmm. and their acting wasn't the best I get it they're new actors they're young talent I respect that mm-hmm. but the cousin and sister kind of led me to a point where was like you guys kind of suck <laughs> you guys mm-hmm. kind of like as characters and as of their performance kind of like were kind of, they're out. They just didn't feel they just kind of felt like they were kind of overacting at times. Um, I mean, the guy playing the cousin is a British dude, mm-hmm. so I mean, good for him. His accent was pretty good. His yeah, accent. I can't give him that better than the Boston accent we heard in Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, so I'll give him that. But the sister, the sister kind of just like to me, just felt like when she's crying, it was kind of like, oh. it was kind of just like <laughs> it felt kind of like okay, you're kind of, you're kind of playing it up a lot just for like because you're crying, or when like the or when like the cousin was kind of crying, or when the cousin was doing something else, I was like. You're a bit overacting a little bit.
1: Well, I think they just they were just so unlikable and they were kind of both like out of touch with reality that they that's just like how they acted like they okay. just didn't know how to be regular people.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, good point. Good point. Yeah, I, I I can see that too. It just I know when they were on screen, I was kind of like ugh, like the scene in the, the the dean's office with like him with uh Felix uh with uh, Ollie and uh, Far Farley. I was like it was kind of mm-hmm. annoying, but that's uh, me. Mm-hmm. Carrie Mulgan who I love who's a promising young woman one of my mm-hmm. favorite actresses she's amazing she's gonna be in Ma- M- MASH show next month I can't wait to watch that movie with Bradley Cooper I thought she was kind of underutilized like, cause I was like I was kinda, she was kind of like the oddball mm-hmm. into the, that family kind of thing Her Rosemary Pike's friend and she's kind of barely in it yeah I mean I, I won't spoil what happens but like I was like oh like I want to see more of her because they it they works so to get well together in promising young women I was like ooh she's in this too let's go
1: but I think if they did, then it would just be like, oh, well, she's just making another promising young woman. True. You know what I True. mean? Like, I feel like the whole thing was like, I think it's like nice when they bring back people that like they've done work with before. And yeah. I think she was a new character in this, like right. completely right. different. So
0: different. So different. She did
1: great. I don't, I mean, yeah, maybe a little underutilized, but I think I wasn't mad at it.
0: And you brought up one thing. I one thing. You brought up one thing about her character off screen mm-hmm. that you brought up, and I was like, "Oh, maybe." And I was like, yeah. I i not think about that until after on the way home from the movie. I was like, "Oh, interesting." Well, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, interesting." We're just inter- keeping inter- them I, on their toes. Oh, we're, just kind of, we're kind of feeding it in. Well, I was <laughs> on on this, there are things that kind of feel under you uh, don't feel kind of unresolved, like someone's parents. They they they, they not kind of, go back to that at all, mm-hmm. or like you said, certain things that happen to certain characters that kind of go, like, un- unresolved, too. And I was like, okay, I get it, but you're right. Or there's one thing at the end, like, how did this person get this? Because you make... On the way home, were like, wait, how did this person obtain this? Like, and I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, good point, because, like, it's kind of suspicious of how this person gets in possession of this. Right. How do you really explain that? But, uh, again, a little, bit, a little open-ended, I guess. You can, like, have your own opinion about it yeah um but yeah I, again, I loved it I'm giving that honestly have a solid 8.5 out of 10
1: heck yeah what were you um you said 8.5 yeah yeah I, I would say you're great yeah. it was
0: I this might be my top 10 of the year I think end of the year so I really love this movie a lot because I love when I see a film that kind of like sticks with you and adds a little bit of shock factor to it It'll like boom here's what happened you know and it make, makes you think about you know your life and your friendships and class and you know your status or whatever so yeah, I think this movie, I think, comes out uh, uh, limited this weekend. But for our market, Phoenix comes out uh, the 22nd, next Wednesday. So, see you on Thanksgiving. <laughs> see you with your parents, if you want. Again, it's a family. It's a very big,
1: so very it, ambitious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's sexual. So, I don't know. You I think up trigger warning?
0: this movie will for sure have a lot of discourse and a lot of, kind of like conversation after the movie comes out. Like yeah. if you think about it, Like I think Prophecy Young Women came out, too. Same thing, it was like... How do you feel about this thing? How do you feel about the commentary on this? Yeah, and I think this movie got a lot of discourse of like, how do you feel about what happened in this? And I think she might get another, another Oscar nod for this. Mm. I think she will. I think she, I think screenplay for sure. Direction, I think so too. But I'm I think also Dick think Lorty a good supporting actor. I think yeah, he, I thought he was really good in this. Yeah, he was. He was really good in Elvis, but I I think he was phenomenal in Priscilla. this. Priscilla. Sorry, sorry. Come on. As Elvis and Priscilla, sorry. <laughs> Alright, we'll end on this. So Z is like the biggest Twilight fan. Yeah. When we first met Twilight, 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 me it was Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. hmm I was on the first hit Twilight when I was like maybe a teen, whatever. But I remember growing up, like the cool thing in you know, in Chicago was like, you like Twilight? Um reminds me of the key and feels good. You like Twilight Motherfucker? Hell you like Twilight Motherfucker? And I, the same thing I'm like, all right, what do you on the count of three? The guns pointing at each other. One, two, three. Team Edward. <laughs> um, so this was my first time watching the complete saga of right. five movies. Yeah. Back to back to back on Blu-ray. We bought it last year for Blu-ray for Christmas. hmm Um, yeah, this was an experience. Cause we, we, we did the whole Scream thing, uh, Scream rewatch, um, in May. No, March, because I only watched Scream 1 and 4 and then 5, but I never, I never saw 2 and 3. And then the sixth one came out. hmm Um, it was a good experience yeah i really did i i would rank them i would rank them as the first one that i really liked a lot actually
1: mm-hmm.
0: i would do breaking dawn part two
1: mm-hmm.
0: like the action stuff to that, like the whole kind of like the kind of the x-men stuff basically in a way mm-hmm. of you know, the vampires and i liked eclipse a lot for what it was too like yeah. eclipse a lot i didn't like new moon was fine a <laughs> bit long a bit long yeah but you, you explore jacob's stuff for sure yeah and part one of breaking Dawn is kind of like a big setup in a way yeah where
1: it is the wedding
0: scene was really cool it was, yeah. Yeah, it was shot really well it was shot really well too yeah um but some of the extended stuff kind of kind of laughable too like <laughs> that's why like, it's
1: extended there's no one
0: there's there's makes some sense. scenes
1: that there's no need and it, they're only good for fans but yeah
0: so before we end out on this you grew up on this, these movies. Like, these would big part of your childhood and, and you know upbringing. I would say. Yes. What are these movies kind of stick with you to this day? That kind of like shaped your childhood, shaped your kind of just, like yeah, upbringing. Like, what was the thing that kind of just like made you fall in love with these movies? Because it's the genre. So like, yeah. what made you fall in love with these movies?
1: Um, I don't know. I just have like a really like vivid like memory of when I saw the first. I. Think I... Was playing like hooky from school. I was like sick, cold, cold, and my mom let me stay home. <laughs> <laughs> and we like rented it on demand back in the day. There wasn't like we. I don't know if we had Netflix. It was literally on demand. Back in the day. And um, we just put it on. We didn't know really anything about it. My mom was. I don't even know if I probably should have watched it. I was. I don't even know. Like ten or. I
0: think it's eh. fine.
1: Um and. It was just so good. Like, even from the start of, like... Where the deer is like in the shot, like it was, it was just, the whole vibe was so good. The, cal- and the color
0: pad, the color palette, and the whole like the, the palette, yeah, pa- the, palette, the color palette, palette yeah,
1: palette. <laughs> palette. Yes, yeah, so it's the well, the first one's an indie film for sure. And yeah. you even said when we were watching New Moon, you were like, "Why does this look different?" <laughs> it's, it's because way they got budget. <laughs> yeah, they got picked up. Um, I love Robert Pattinson. Like he's always in my childhood crush because of these movies. I love that man i just love
0: your favorite batman i just love the
1: story (laughs) i read all the books when i was little too after watching the first movie um and i think the movies do a good depiction of the books obviously like i'm a reader first so there's Mm -hmm. a Mm -hmm. lot of stuff that like i don't think translated the best especially like Renesme, the baby baby stuff like she just looks so weird All the cgi big eyes. the eyes were, yeah the eyes
0: like, like they kind of play like the snapchat filter on the baby almost Yeah. Like, the eyes were huge i was like oh my gosh
1: that is such a meme and i think yeah the like it's definitely silly and i i like it like the whole community behind it like we know that they're dumb but they're also like good like
0: oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's a it was a phenomenon I remember like every year like everyone in my school like, most people that were the fans of that, of that of that franchise mostly the the ladies in my school would line up the night before and line you know, back in the day it was like midnight premieres you know you would wait in line midnight 1201 the movie came on like just at theaters it was like it was an event like mm-hmm. those, those were event movies I feel like nowadays we have like the Marvel stuff but like I kind of miss the days of like the Harry Potter the Twilights the Hunger Games yeah. we had that this weekend obviously but like it, I feel like back then like those were the events. Like you got to see the next like YA, whether it's Hunger Games, Twilight's coming out. No matter what it was, it was like people were like for days. The like, Team Jacob shirts, Team Edward shirts. You mm-hmm. know the cosplay. Like I feel like we kind of got away from that now. It's like oh no, the movie comes out, we're, we're gonna see it. But I feel like you remember that Spider Man a little bit. was on No Way Home. Mm-hmm. People were in the costumes, whatever. It was like people were going crazy, whatever. But that was two years ago. But I feel like we're kind of going away from like the I don't know, the event movies basically. But,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, you never know. There's a new generation coming in and we'll see what, you know, what's the latest craze. <laughs> ah,
0: true shade. How would you rank them in your and your fan way? Twilight first. Okay, always. Right. I just
1: love the indie vibe. The this the soundtrack is phenomenal for the whole series. I yeah, it's just it's iconic. Like I just I can just seriously recognize. Like if I hear any song, I'm like, "Oop, that was in the toilet." Mars, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I think I would go one. Okay. And then I would go three. Clips, okay. And then I would go the fifth one. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, um, probably the fourth, and then the okay. second. Yeah new is just not my favorite i'm an edward girl till i die so it's always very hard to see what happens in new Moon. <laughs> it's very but i was like crying on this rewatch i cried on the first one i cried on the last one the last end credit scene where uh, like they're yeah. showing all the actors the two victorias it's oh, also yeah, it so funny
0: yeah, bryce that was howard who i love i was like she's in this i yeah. was like oh my gosh like and yeah, I Z, I was like, you know, it's crazy seeing where they are now. Like, I feel like Robert Pattinson has a great career. Kristen Stewart has a great, great, great career. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of it's funny seeing like you know how how like movies still kind of like are still a big part of a lot of people's lives. Oh yeah. Um, as well as how they're, they're I, just still like relevant. Harry Potter.
1: I would say I feel like they're it's like this oh huge the same kind of vibe. Probably Harry Potter was more like a worldwide phenomenon. But I would right. I would say they're very comparable, like, the fan base-wise.
0: I feel like it's a bit unfair to compare, because I feel like Harry Potter had more movies. Where Twilight, True. Twilight had five years. Also, Twilight did movies back-to-back every year. They were tw- 2008, 2012. Yeah. was a movie every year. Where Harry Potter might have been, like, a year, maybe two years. Right. Maybe three years at some times. Like, it was like, kind of like the... You had more time to wait... Yeah, build where it was and like, and you like grew twilight. up with them
1: too, cause they like oh, were huge. so young the first one, and then they yeah, they're like adults, but they were, they yeah. were, they
0: were huge. Um, but yeah, wait, okay. before we go, hold on, this at on the show, uh-huh. we end the show with our one and ones. Okay. We do one show you recommend to the viewers and one film you, re- re- you recommend to the viewers.
1: Oh. Could
0: be anything you want. Could be anything you want. it Could okay. be a show that no one even heard of, a movie that no one heard of too that you love. It's our one on ones of every week.
1: Okay. Can you Me first. first? okay you're a guest so for my show I'm watching the Buccaneers right now on Apple TV it's so good if you guys like Bridgerton kind of like Regency era um but also with like a modern twist it kind of reminds me of Bridgerton as well as there's another Apple show called Dickinson where it's kind of like they do modern music they talk modern but they're in the Regency era so good there's only four episodes out and I've Devoured it. Um, it's so awesome. I love it. And then a movie. I'm gonna say watch Mean Girls to prepare for the musical. Oh,
0: that's right. Good. Yeah. Good tweet. Good tweet. <laughs> good. That's good choices. <laughs> I like those. Thanks. Um, since you're on the show, actually, I'm gonna do this for my movie of the week. A movie called True Romance. <laughs> a movie that it's between me and Z's movie that we watch on our anniversaries. Uh-huh. A movie that she showed me when our first two months of dating actually because. It was like the only thing that you've seen from Tarantino, basically, yeah. right? the you know, Tony Scott directed, it was Tarantino writing and producing it. Um, it's a awesome movie. It's, yeah. Uh, Christian Slater. Oh my gosh, what's her name? Arquette. What's her name? Patricia Arquette. Yes, Patricia Arquette. Thank you. I was like, I'm playing her name one time. Christopher Walken's in that movie. Brad Pitt's in that movie. The young Brad Pitt too. Mm-hmm. It's a romance story, action movie, drama. It's it's bonkers. But it's very old-school Tarantino. There's again, there's violence, there's love, there's romance. Great soundtrack too. Um, love this movie, thanks to you. Uh, <laughs> I have I a I, 4K steelbook, and I love that movie so much. Um, it's very 90s, but it's very kind of like, again, to me, it's also very timeless at the time because it's kind of like it's in LA, it's in Detroit, it's all these other places. Uh, but you love the chemistry between the two of them. Mm-hmm. It's and, a love story. Yeah, at the end of the day. Alabama, it's a crazy Clarence, love story. Pretty <laughs> love story, but man, it's a wild ride. And movies. A masterpiece, if you ask me, ten out of yes. ten. And for my show of the week, oh man, you're you better at shows than I am. Actually, I'll give you that. I think like you, I'm more of the movie person. You're more of the show person. You're, yeah. You, you know, you watch a lot of TV shows that I like. I wouldn't even hear about. Thanks, if it wasn't for you. Yeah. Uh, for shows, I'm gonna do Swarm. Actually, Swarm okay. was really good. It was with Dominic Fishbag uh, Gambino, one of my one of my idols, mm-hmm. Don Glover, wrote the show, created the show. It's about a fan's obsession. Yeah. Like a Beyonce type figure. Yeah. And it's wild, man.
1: Talk about like realistic Black Mirror kind of yeah. horror. I would... Yeah. I, it, it was great. It
0: has like a uh, Black Mirror, Twilight Zone with kind of like Atlanta mixed to it for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's a wild, what, like eight episodes? Mm-hmm. Really quick episodes too. Uh, Dominic Fishback, um, Chloe Bailey, not Haley. Haley's the one, the little mermaid. Chloe Bailey's in it. Um, and it's an eight episode wild ride. The shit that happens in the show is bonkers. Crazy. It goes you know, crazy. Billie it, e- e- Eilish is in it. I, I think her hacking <laughs> debut as an actor.
1: She's
0: great. It's a great soundtrack too, but you feel uncomfortable as hell in this movie, yeah. uh, in the show, all the episodes. But it's wild. It, if you like Gambino, if you like Don Glover, you like Dominic fish, Fishback, you like kind like, of like, you probably be uh, the beehive, of, you probably know the Quake, <laughs> Beyonce kind of like era. the show's for you it's on Prime it kind of came out like in March no one else watched it but I think you and I I (laughs) no I I feel like it wasn't like talked about the way Atlanta talked about or like other shows talked about other times it kind of came and went
1: well that's the thing with limited series I feel
0: true Mm -hmm. true but Swarm is a great show I recommend it so yeah True Romance Um, and um, Swarm Swarm. yeah so Zeta Thank you for being on the show this week. Thanks for having me. Long time, ha- long time in the works. You know? Yeah. Like you're always welcome back on the show no matter what. You know where thank I live.
1: Thank you. <laughs> we live together.
0: Um, <laughs> we sure do. So Z, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. As always, guys, we'll see you next time. Have a great week. As always, we'll see you at the movies.